Jesus with the face. Hey. Yeah. There's a reason I'm extremely happy. No, Honey, you got to sit up. You're shorter than short. I'm on my booster seat. <clears throat> You're what? Your I booster? Got, I got my booster seat. My, if you didn't know, we're from Minnesota originally. Hey, I got my Minnesota. And, and, Minnesota. And, 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 and she still carries said accent. That's not true. Said, and she... Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got your boy, Mass. And uh, Mike decided to just bail. You know, there's some context given, but he bailed. And Carrie's here. True. My beauty, my beautiful wife. Of now almost 17 years. True. And every minute of it has been a disastrous miracle for True. her. True. Wait, what? No, you you're the one putting up with me. I'm not putting up no. with you. You know that. And she won't say it. But guess what? Today's show is called very, very appropriately out of the abundance of the media. The mouth speaks. And there's yep. a reason for that, because we um, I'm just tired of what's going on out there. I'm just tired of all the shenanigans being talked about on the media and all that stuff. You know, True. but guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, get on there. Get, get to, to doing subscribe, subscribe, share, share. comment. Get your friends on here. We we got work to do. Hey, mm -hmm. and we got cool merch. Are you sitting on that sweatshirt? I'm wearing this sweatshirt. Look at that Let's socialism. I am currently not wearing any merch, and that's because I wanted to show you my new built shoulders. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Anywho, we are talking a lot about what's going on in the world today. So Shocking. grab a cup. Grab a cup of coffee. Grab your word. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this ride. Take notes. And here's the reason we're talking about it, babe. Why are we talking about this right now? Why are we doing it? Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about the media through our own voices? Why? Wow. I mean, I think there's lots of reasons, actually, why we're talking about it. We, last night, well, all this whole week, actually, we were in Nevada. Nevada, which is a beautiful country. <clears throat> and We have um, pictures. Yeah. But not go to our facebook yeah and our insta spaces yeah and we are yeah we have pictures up we, yeah. we got to go to lake tahoe we got some really nice people gorgeous there. yeah it's really pretty yeah. um but go ahead no I'm, I'm just thinking about when we were out there we're out there preaching the gospel ministering to a bunch of youth church we would do the celebrate recovery type meeting yeah which was pretty amazing. And, you know, there was just a lot of media attention on something that happened at the Grammys. And, and you and I both at the same time were pretty much like, why? Why is it the Christian always focuses on things that like we already know the world is going to do? Right. Yeah. That's why yeah. I asked you that question. So I right, didn't no, prep that's, you. Well, that's what I was saying. Like when we were in Nevada and just what happened, obviously, in the media with the Grammys that week, what happened when we were in Nevada, which we're going to share, just really, again, put things in perspective. I feel like we've kind of done a show like this before, but it's a little bit different. But it's never bad to rehearse and remind ourselves um, the perspective that I believe God wants us to take on when approaching and looking and viewing and navigating the what the enemy does and the things of the world. And so, yeah, that's kind of why we're doing it. I think, um, what's that quote that you talked about? You said it to Shaleen. If the, why are we surprised? Oh, by, yeah. If you so know, the if nature. we know the nature of the beast, why are we shocked by what it does? Right. So if the beast is a bear and it attacks people that attacks it or uh, a shark that bites yeah, people yeah. when it's, you know, like, smells <gasps> blood, the shark bit someone. Can it's you like, believe what they did. Uh, yeah. That's what it yeah, does if right. it feels threatened. You know what I mean? Well, I think, too, if you we were talking last night when we were putting this together and the concept that we have heard for years that the reason America is this way is because the church, the <laughs> church doesn't do it. The reason the Grammys because the church doesn't do it. And my thought process is this. It's not because of the lack of the church. It's because the enemy is always the enemy. The enemy is always evil. Bingo. The devil is always walking Preach. around like a roaring lion seeking to Ooh. whom he may destroy. That's exactly That's it. what he always does. 
he will always do that. And it will always try to be glorified because that's what the enemy is trying to do. Glorify himself over God. Amen. So it's not, it's not because of the lack of the church. It's because that's who the enemy is. Yeah. I think um, so. So let's, let's put some, some context around what she's saying. The, the, the church is always called to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Yeah. It says, don't be don't have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. That's in Ephesians five. Right. But what does it say just before that? In Ephesians five, it's talking about the church, what our responsibility is inside that we should be correcting one another. Right. right. That that's what we're doing. I can't correct the world. Guys, they're lost. Right. They're, they're fools. They're going to keep doing what they're doing. I don't think we understand it yet. Like what they're doing is what they've always done. This has been there's nothing new, new under, under the sun. sun. Yeah. Right. So this has been happening in past times before, right? What our job is, is what uh, I think was it Leonard Ravenhill that said, no, 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 it's Wesley, du du Wesley Duell. Listen to this quote. He says, oh, I'm sorry, Martin Lloyd-Jones, Martin Lloyd-Jones, Martin Lloyd-Jones said this. Yeah, Martin, right. I can't, man, my, my, my head's Martin. everywhere. Martin Lloyd-Jones. The glory of the gospel is that when the church is absolutely different from the world, she invariably attracts it. Hmm. So in other words, I don't need to keep capping on what the world does to attract the Christian to yeah. come in and do all these things. If we are so lit on fire, like uh, Leonard Ravenhill once said, it, when, when a fire never needs to be advertised, people see a fire and they go running to it, right? Mm -hmm. So he said, equally, if your church is on fire, no need to advertise. You just set that church on fire and you watch yeah. them come. Yeah. So our job right now is not to, I'm not saying that we shouldn't expose things that are going on in the world. But when this whole thing happened with the Grammys, you got some pictures? When this whole thing happened with the Grammys, and this is what we're specifically talking about today, but it happens with many other issues. Right. Right. Go ahead. What you waiting for? Wow. Look at that. You see those pictures? That happened at the Grammys. That's what my dad was talking about. Right. He wouldn't show me. So, so, so listen. Oh, nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, John. <T> <laughs> listen, I, I just want to say this. Did you see those pictures? It's a bunch of people in red with horns. Yeah mimicking what the devil in hell is supposed to be hell is nothing like that hell is nothing like that mm -hmm. who said satan had horns <laughs> they don't even know what satan is they don't because they're so blind and lost they don't even know what hell is they don't even understand the destruction that they're a part of yes now i'm going to turn this for the good i'm going to turn this for a minute they don't even understand what they're doing yeah, they're so blind and lost. They're doing the stuff in red and we're doing a show and we're just being ourselves and we're in touch with our bad side. Right. Because it's a bad thing, you know, bad boys and this and that. We should be going to that and saying, listen, I don't think you even understand how dark in your mind is. Dude, hell is eternal separation from the father. It's eternal torment. It's lakes of fire. Right. Mm -hmm. I never saw in scripture where Jesus came out with horns and a pitchfork and a tail. Right. He disguises himself as an angel of what? Light. So do you think what they're doing there is actually what he's doing? Right. He, there's no angel of light in that. There's no deception in that. They are out in the open. They are of the world. This is what they do. So why is it we're exposing what the world is already doing than what Christ should be doing? Thank right. Thank you. Why, yes. why, why are we doing this where it's like we should be exposing when, when Satan tries to disguise himself as an angel of light? For, for when, when liberty starts to be taken away under the guise of good and piety, uh, I think it was Hamilton that said that, or Jefferson, when liberty starts to get corrupted by those who overpromise piety, that's when it's good. So there's a difference between lies and deception. Lies are blanket, no truth. There's yeah. no truth in it. A deception is a little bit of truth with lie. So good. Right? So we're not deceived when we see those things and say, that is not of us. First off, why are all the Christians waiting for the Grammys to come out and watch these performances and then post about it the next day? I went on CNBC, MSNBC, all these other places, right? They mentioned it for 10 minutes tops, five minutes, because they're of that world. It's the Christians that kept promoting how bad the Grammys were. You shouldn't be watching the daggum Grammys. Your eyes shouldn't even be focused on that stuff. You need to be in the word. You need to be in prayer. Matter of fact, I think there was another quote. I can't remember who even said it. He said, we, we focus so much time on getting ready for church on the physical. Imagine if we spent all that time in the spiritual to be ready to go to church mm -hmm. when we're in intercession and prayer. And here we are looking at the grant. Look, I understand we need to expose what's out there. I totally understand that. Well, why is there focus on look what the devil's doing? And yet when we were just in Nevada, 
with Pastor Kevin and his wife, beautiful Daniel, wife, yeah. right? Met they, they met together in Russia 20, you know, were in ministry for 20 years over there. They come here and what happened, babe? What were they doing? Yeah, that's where I was going to go next because what happens is we focus, and I say we as Christians because we're guilty of it too. And I, I'm assuming a lot of these people, Christians, maybe didn't even watch the Grammys, but they get caught up on the social media and they see the pictures and then they're like, oh my gosh, can you believe what the gra- they did at the Grammys? But we get caught up in to what, what the government's doing, what the world's doing. And again, when I was talking about when we went to Nevada, it really put it in perspective of what is God doing? What is God always doing? Always from the beginning of time. It's not like he has a little victory here, maybe on Tuesday. And then three months later, another victory on a Wednesday. No, he always has a victory over the enemy. Right. And are we focusing on the victory of the Lord? Are we believing the report of the Lord over what the enemy's doing? Okay. So we're in Nevada, small little church, 100, 150 people, tiny little town, Yearlington, Nevada. If you're ever Yearlington, Yearlington, sorry. If you're ever in Reno, Drive to share the video too. Sorry. If you're ever in Reno, drive about an hour to Yearington Vineyard Fellowship. You will not be disappointed. Pastor Kevin, his wife is uh, from Russia. Pastor Kevin went over and ministered in Russia for 20 years, met Tanya. They invited us over for dinner after uh, Sunday and Monday services. We go and she tells us the story about what happens in 2020 with their church. Okay, she hears from the Holy Spirit a month or so before the whole craziness with uh, COVID went down. She hears from the Lord that there's a spirit of death coming to their community. She hears it like two or three times. So she sets out to travel around the community in her car praying over the community. And when she's telling us the story, I'm in like tears because it was so powerful. She said, yes, Tanya. She had to pull over a number of times because her the spirit and she was just crying over her community to rebuke the spirit of death and pray over her community. She said, she goes, I was pleading the blood of Jesus and that the blood would eradicate this death. Yeah. So COVID comes. They're shutting down churches all over the country. They get together. They have a board meeting. Pastor Kevin and Tanya says, we will not shut down. And the board, the elders were yeah. like, yeah, we need to shut down. Yeah, except for one. Yeah, except for one. Yeah, the elders were like, we need to shut down. And and she's speaking in a little broken English. So it was hard to understand the whole story. But basically, they were like, no, this is the church. God, if we're going to be a center, like Masio says, a center for healing, people need hope. People need life in this time. We're going to pray over and stand with our community, stand with our members um, in this time. So the sheriff comes and serves pastor kevin papers to shut down their church (laughs) pastor kevin says i'm gonna serve the sheriff papers and he gave him the constitution (laughs) come on let me ask you this come on did you hear about that in the news did you hear about it on social media did you hear about that victory in social media no because we're focused on what the enemy what the government you know, what all these bad politicians are doing. Nobody hears of a little tiny church in Urington, Nevada, standing up. So then we ask, what did all the other churches do in your area? She said, well, they shut down for a little bit. But when they saw that we were standing and staying open, they decided to open their doors. Come on. One, One little church. I don't mean to keep saying little, but I'm just pointing out how it's a small town. That's why yeah. it's a little church. Well, no, I'm just saying I wanted to point out what a small group of people, how God can use that. A guy that nobody knows. A lady from Russia, God brings to America to take a stand for what God's word says. And y'all, she knows more about communism. Yeah. And, and, and right. corruption than the next guy. She's like, this is not freedom. This yeah. isn't freedom. Yeah. This isn't. I mean, you should hear her talk and the passion she talks with. Yeah. And it's what's cool is to watch her witness. Um, the witness that she had about prayer. Yeah. You right. can tell was heavily right. grounded. I mean, this woman prays. Right. You could feel it. There right. was no faking. This is what I love about seeing Christians. When she told us a story, I was like looking at you and I'm going too. And yeah. she was like, all the other churches came behind and started to open. Right. And it's like, that's all it takes is to lead. 
That's all it takes is to shut up and just go in victory. Right. We're going to win this thing no matter what. She said when they were done praying, I don't know if you remember this part. She said, my last time doing a, a, a tour around the city, um, I, I, I started laughing because people were carrying rolls of toilet paper. Because yeah, she had no yeah. idea what was going on. She right. didn't know. Because her focus is prayer and what the word says. It's such a great analogy. She said, I didn't know there was like a run on toilet paper. I didn't know we were running out of toilet paper. So I'm seeing all these people carry toilet paper. And she goes, I did everything I could. So she said, for gifts for everyone at the office, I gave them each a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> she's laughing because she's like, I had no idea. Yeah. But she, she, even even down to her, her, her how they were going to protect people. And I if they got COVID, go, go right. ahead. Yeah. So it didn't just stop there. My next question was, well, did you guys lose anybody um, in your church from COVID? Did anybody die? And she's like, not one. And what she did and what they basically, personally, her and Kevin, they were taking care of, Pastor Kevin, they were taking care of their community and their members. So she was making meals. She was making um, old, I hate to say this, but old like Russian remedies for coughs and pneumonia and she was passing it out and they would go they hadn't heard from an 83 86 87. year old 87 87 said. year old lady so they went to her house pastor kevin was picking her up and bringing her to the bathroom like they were literally boots on the ground pastoring the church right i don't care what the uh what the media is saying about this this is what the word says to do and that it, it and again it just gave me so much hope because you constantly hear, constantly, and I, I hate, I'm not throwing these people under the bus, but these big name prophets and big uh, Christian radio shows or books about Conservative how, radio shows. Yeah, yeah, about how the church is doing it wrong. And I'm like, no, they're not. You just don't hear about it. That's right. And it's designed that you don't hear about it. Why would the enemy want you to hear about how the church is taking ground? Because if we constantly heard what God is doing, we would sit back on our laurels and we wouldn't get any views. Well, you, you, you no, notice I'm thinking if we constantly heard about what the church is doing, we wouldn't live in fear. We wouldn't if we constantly yes, heard about what the church is doing, we would be encouraged and right. hope. But, you know, the old adage about newspapers, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Right. So right. like the, the more we can show how bad everything is, people are going to tune in because it's the drama. I mean, literally, if this is going to maybe make some of you mad and that's totally OK with me, you don't have to watch the show. I don't care if you watch or not. We're going to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Maybe my wife does, but I don't. <laughs> A lot of media today, conservatives included, have turned into 15 year old girls full of drama. 15 year olds that had just hit puberty with drama because it's all about how big, how bad can we make the story? Yeah. How much can I own them? How much attitude I bring to it? Mm -hmm. It is not about that. It is legit about the spirit of the living God yeah. in our places, in our churches. Dude, when we were at that church, you know why we're focusing on this? Because what, what one little church can transform a community and they did, yeah. right? We're over there. They operate in the gifts of the spirit. They're all about healing and miracles and signs and wonders. And dude, they're just as normal as you and me. To right. them, it's just, it's like breathing air. There's no, thus says the Lord. and blah, No, none of that stuff. It's not hype. It's not sensationalism. Mm -hmm. It is literally them walking out the things of God. Yeah, That's it. They're literally taking what God said and they're doing it. Yeah, And they're walking in the fruit of the spirit because of it. Are they perfect? No. But hundreds of other churches across this nation have done the same thing. That's right. And we never talk yeah, about it. But you right. know what we are talking about? How much the church is losing. You keep doing that. You keep prophesying the church's death. That's right. You're prophesying the death of the church by continuously the, telling yep. me how bad the church is. The Bible said there would be apostate churches. Yep. The Bible said there would be false prophets. You can't. They're, they're going to exist. Yep. Our job is to be the light against that darkness and then attract the world through the through the through the Holy Spirit, right. through the fire of the Holy Spirit, through the fruits of the Spirit. What makes us different than the world? The way we argue on social media through conservatism? Mm. What makes us different? We're doing the same thing they are. Yeah. We're, we're crying bloody murder every single time something happens. The left says, well, our rights are being violated from the LGBTQI, XBY, and Z. Mm. And then here's the, the right saying, the church, the the Grammys, they did something <laughs> evil. Oh, you know, it's like, and they're they're gonna do that. That's yeah. who they are. This whole Sam Smith thing, the, the transgenderism, they were all like, I'm the first transgender person to win a Grammy and all this other stuff. It's like, and you're we're, we're focused on an award show that gratifies the flesh. 
I, I just don't understand. Why, why is our mind there? Yeah. We're not supposed to gratify the flesh. I, I, I think it was Chuck Colson that said, the, the walk of Christianity doesn't make you happy. It makes you holy. Yeah. That's the point of the church. It's holiness. That's what we're supposed to be after. The more I even think about, uh, G.K. Chesterton even said this, we do not want, as the newspapers say, a church that will move with the world. We want a, ch a church that will move the world. Come on. Are we moving the world or are we talking about the needle that gets moved in the world? I don't have time for that. You know what I got time for? We have a church here in Stewart that has 600 people and their kids, and we're teaching them to be discipled in the gospel so that they can go out in the world and preach the gospel in the light of Christ. That's their job. We right now are still working on electing people for city positions, county positions in government. We're right now training up ministers of the gospel in our school of ministry. Why? Because they're going to be equipped for the saints. Let's go to Ephesians uh, 5 real quick. Ephesians 5 talks about this, uh, about the giftings of the spirit. And, I'm, dude, I am so lit about this because I'm tired about talking about death and fear yeah. and what the world is doing. Yep. I'm so tired of this stuff. Yeah. Right? It says this. Uh, let's see. Where am I? I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm in here, guys. I'm in here. Shut up. Hey, calm down. All right. I didn't mean to say shut up. I meant shut up. Like, shut up. Shut up. Um, it, it's, it's about the, where are we here? Come on. I just had it. Oh, it's over here. Shut up, bro. <laughs> right here. Verse 10. Ephesians 4, verse 10. Sorry about that. And he who descended himself also he who ascended far above all things so that he might fulfill all things. And then verse 11 says this, and he gave some apostles, governmental types of the church to mm -hmm. set up and establish the churches and pick leaders who need to manage those churches. He gave some as prophets, seers, visionaries, the ones who see into the vision of what yeah. the apostles have been given to make sure or what's going on in the territory to call it out, right? He gave some as evangelists to go win the world to Jesus, not to the church, to Jesus, right? And some as pastors who shepherd the flock and make sure they're okay. And then some as teachers to teach and disseminate the gospels, right? W watch this. For the equipping of the saints. For the equipping of the saints. For the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. Yep. My job is to build up the body of Christ. Not tell them what's going on in the world and what's wrong with it. We should be so versed in the word that we said, yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, of course it is. Of course. And all that does is show us. I just want Jesus to come back. This is just getting so evil. This is just so bad. Keep saying that to yourself. Nothing will change. <laughs> that's right. Yep. You keep saying that kind of stuff. Nothing will change. We're just exposed. We did more to expose what Sam Smith did at the Grammys. Mm -hmm. We, as the church and as conservatives, did more to expose it than the world did. Yeah, more to highlight it. We more did. to promote it. I yeah. bet you they knew it. Yeah. They know the simple pr principle that William Booth knew. Bad press is better than no press. Talk about us. Yeah. You know what every Christian did? They went and Googled the dumb show. <laughs> yeah. I bet you majority of views came from the Christians to show how bad and evil it was. We should know that by now. Listen, I don't know if you all remember this, but 20 years ago, Marilyn Manson ripped up a Bible at one of these award shows for MTV Music Awards. That's the thing. I'm so Keep going. Sorry. He ripped up <laughs> a Bible. Do yeah. we not remember that? This no, is the world. No, they don't remember it. That's the thing is because in a week, nobody will remember what happened at the Grammys. Okay? In a month, nobody, everyone's like, <clears throat> because guess what? Something else is going to happen because that's what evil does. Okay? Like, that's can the you thing. Just, yeah, nobody will remember yep. it. I'm nobody, so... nobody will remember yeah, it. Okay, you know, can I, I just to say, go ahead. Can Look. I just go back to this church in Nevada? Yeah. Because here's the beautiful want. part of it is I, I love social media like the next person. I think it's a great tool and it can be used for good. I right? think you use it for downtime. But oh, wow. I'm here's it's a joke. the thing. When they were doing this in 2020, they weren't like, here's Pastor Kevin picking up this 86-year-old lady. <laughs> Look at me. She's on the bed. I have to bring her to the bathroom, okay? That's not what they were doing. I, I went back on their Facebook page and literally all they share is their live stream on Sunday mornings. So my point is that I think social media has taken this drama culture 
and intensified it. That's what I'm saying. I know. I know. I'm just pointing out like the beauty of this. And we talked about my dad, right? The beauty of my 79 year old dad who walked out his faith, everybody at Walmart, he worked up to, to Walmart until basically the day he got sick with COVID. Uh, everybody at Walmart knew that my dad was a Christian because he shared the love of God. My dad didn't even know literally barely how to turn on his phone. He didn't have an Instagram page. He didn't have a Facebook, a YouTube. He just demonstrated the love of God. And that's what I think sometimes we need to get back to that old-fashioned, raw, living out your faith, bringing meals to the sick, help preaching the gospel, and not on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's just, again, I know it has its place. I believe it can be used for good. I just think that that drama, that drama hype of if it bleeds, it leads. That used to just be media. Now it's like literally everybody. And, I, and, and, and this isn't to cap on like people like we have a person who her name is Lily Kate. We'll have her on the show here soon. I know she just merged with a company. She does a lot of our social media and she always tells us like, hey, these 30 second videos work best for such and such. Yeah. I keep thinking to myself, and I know what she's saying and we do it we, like we do what she's asking us to. But a lot of times in my heart and she'll she'll she, she'll agree with what I'm saying because I've said it to her before. Like, I hate that we have to put it in a 30 second thing because people won't listen. So we're conforming ourselves to the to the mind of a child. Isaiah yeah. talks about this. The children and, the, and, and, and women shall rule over you. Yeah, because we've allowed ourselves to be kind of de- denigrated that way. And we all say it. Well, that's just the way it is right now. This is what we have to do. I completely understand and I get it. But we've allowed ourselves to be so short tempered and so short minded. We're not even like we're not sober anymore. We're not vigilant anymore. Mm-hmm. Our adversary, the devil, seeks around like a roaring lion whom he may devour in the church, mm-hmm. not the world. They're already devoured. Yeah, we should be vigilant about the church doors, like what's going on in our churches. So as we send out, we're not sending out the wounded. We're not sending out those who are hurt. We're not sending out those who are, are, are visibly not mature enough to go do anything right because they need to be trained and, and disciplined. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be sending out people who don't know the word, who don't understand the spiritual giftings. Yeah. We should be sending out people who are whole and ready and discipled and continuously disciple those people into the walk of Christ. That's yeah. what that that's what we should be doing, right? Instead of just pointing out what the dude, when I saw it, I was like, you got and I, I remember when I said it to you, we wait this is why we called the show out of the abundance of the media, the mouth speaks because the moment we know something's going on in the media, the next day the conservatives are all over it mm-hmm. and they're exposing it and they're yeah. talking about it. You guys want to say something? I, I mean, I'm like looking at you guys and you guys keep looking at me and I'm like, I don't know what to So I have gone probably just about like, I want to say like two months of not knowing anything <laughs> of what's happening in the media. I just found out about the, uh, the what was it? The Chinese air balloon or whatever that <laughs> yeah. was flying over part of the country what kind of patriot are you i know right the heavenly kind anyway (laughs) (laughs) heavenly minded nice um and i just i just heard about this whole grammy thing i know that maverick city went there which let's not even talk about that but i just found out about this whole like demonic and, and whatever thing going on and it's just as you said what what more can you expect a child to do than than cry yeah right and honestly, being so detached from obviously there there are benefits to knowing what's happening around you and being aware of what's happening in the world. But being so physically detached from everything and just being so like I've been on ju- just this spiritual hiatus almost. Amen. I've been I've been, nothing wrong with that. I've been working almost every single day. And any time I get I am alone with the Lord. I'm just spending time with him because what else truly matters at the at that come point. on dude and yes. it's it's been amazing for for me spiritually for me mentally and yeah. even physically well i think too like to go with what you're saying you're epitomizing where i'm going in ephesians 5 i just want to read this too this is ephesians 5 uh verse 6 and on and and you'll i want you to comment through mm-hmm. this okay let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God come upon the sons of what? Disobedience. Disobedience. So those who are walking in disobedience, the wrath is coming. To those that are lost, they're already condemned. Yeah. Read John 3.18. Yeah. We all quote John 3.16, but John 3.18 says they're already of the world. They're condemned. They're, they're there. That's why we need to preach, right? Yeah. Now watch. Verse 7. Therefore, don't be partakers with them, right? For you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Walk as children of the light. Listen, 
Why aren't we exposing, like, all these Christian conservative places should be talking about what Sean Foyt's doing all over the country. Yeah, that's what, okay. Or this revival going on in the college town yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, there's a college, yeah, that's going, I mean, they were, uh, it was, I was trying to what? find it. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I tried to find, um, I just saw it last night, um, a post about it, is that there is a, a revival going on in this college that they had like a church service and it was like 10, 30, 11, and there was still hundreds of kids worshiping and praying, like college students. And Ashbury University. Okay. Called. Yeah. And so let, like, let's talk about that. Like to me, when you have like conservative Christian outlets, instead of spending so much time, at least just take, let's just take one day of the week, maybe two days and let all your media posts talk about the victories that God is having all over this country, big or small. Like, focus a day on just the victories of the Lord. Man. Ooh. So, 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 let me just finish this and you guys can talk. Um, it says this don't be partakers with them. It says this for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and in truth. Goodness, righteousness, and truth. Yeah. That's where the fruit of the light is That's goodness, right. righteousness, righteousness, and truth. truth. Yeah. Right. Do not participate in unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Yeah. So it's saying expose the unfruitful works of darkness where? In the body. Mm. In the body. Expose what's dark. The world is already dark. We, yeah. we came from that. He just said it. We're children of light now, right? For it is disgraceful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. It's disgraceful to even talk about some of these things. So when you're looking at scripture, it says, yes, expose the unfruitful works of darkness. But when it comes to hindering the body and the unity of the body, because right. this is Ephesians 5 is talking about husbands and wives, you know, husbands love your wives, Christ of the church. It's literally talking about the bride right now. Yeah. So when we're talking, don't take these scriptures out of context saying we need to go expose what the world is doing. Use the law of God. Sin is transgression of God's law. First John 3, 4, like you use the law that exposes its own sin. That's why uh, uh, Paul talked a lot about in Romans how the, the, the law was against me. It exposed the evil in me. That's what it does. Just show them the law. Just show them the law. And then show them Jesus when they know that they're wrecked without, with that law. They're wrecked. Now show them Christ. Show them the light. Show them why they need to get out of darkness. Let the Holy Spirit illuminate them, right? That's our job. Not to tell us what the Grammys are doing. I, I, I'll say it again. Why are we watching the junk? We, we know well, what the Grammys... Listen, the Super Bowl party, the Super Bowl halftime show. You know what we're all wondering right now? Should we show it? Should we not show it? Is it going to be evil? It's going to be dark. <laughs> it's a worldly event. What do what, 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 you think? Come on. It's worldly. What do you think is going to happen? Why are we even questioning it? We, dude, it gets, it gets progressively worse. Mm -hmm. We all know. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, my question is, I know Trinity wanted to say something. Do you, have, do you want to say something, Trinity? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'll hold my thought. Um, I just um, had like an awe moment because <laughs> last night with my family, um, I watched a movie and the movie was called Father of Lights and the entire mm -hmm. movie was about Jesus miracles. Amen. Well, are you done? Yeah. That's what I was literally going to talk about because we talk about exposing darkness, right? Okay. Expose it, right? Talk about it. But like, what is the answer? That's great. I can expose what they're doing. We'll talk about it. I don't mind some, you know, Again, I'll go back to the concept. I don't mind social media. I think it has its place. I think God can use anything Truth. for good. But what is the answer to the darkness? Can we just talk about literally old-fashioned get in the word and prayer? Because like when the Bible talks about to, when Jesus was talking to his disciples and saying, this power goes not out but by prayer and fasting, <clears throat> we need a power to stand against evil. We need a power. Well, where does that power come from? It comes from prayer, seeking the Lord, intercession, in your word, on your face, crying out before the Lord. It's not by saying, look what they're doing. It's so evil. It's so evil. That's not, that's powerless. It is. That is powerless. Super, super powerless. What is the power? What is the answer to the evil? Right. And so Andrew just asked, how much darker does it need to get for that unity to happen? Massey, I can't worry. I have to worry about the church God put me in right now, like to, to expose it. And to make sure that we're walking healthy as then we, so this is a, this is a clutch and gas thing. We're still sending people out the church. The model of the church is Ephesians five, right? To, to be in unity, to mm -hmm. be the bride of Christ. Uh, I just read another quote that said, uh, the bride, we are to be in Christ as Eve was in Adam. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it's a really cool analogy, right? 
we are a part of God, therefore we're joined, we're in union with God, right? We have the word, but I doubt many Christians read it. I, I, I just, just shooting straight with you. Why? Because we've progressively gotten to the point where the, the, the Bible scriptures are on top and the TV sets. We don't even need our scripture to like write down notes anymore. Yeah. We don't need to do any of that anymore. We don't need to dig in study. And, and I'm, not, I'm not a legalistic dude. Like you can do what you want. That's cool, right? But I almost missed this. I, matter of fact, I preached on a Wednesday night and I said, Todd, do you remember this? Like we used to have these. And he goes, I got one right here. And everybody was <laughs> laughing about it, right? But it's like, you know, it's got a binding and it's got words in it. And it's crazy. paper. Right, paper. And it's like, but this right here, this, the word of God, I don't care if you believe it or not. You can even test me on this. When you begin to read this, it begins to transform you by the Holy Spirit. That's right. When you That's sit right. down and you say, Lord, give me the Holy Spirit to understand you, because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will lead you to the truth. And you ask for illumination. Every time you pick this thing up, you're like, dang, dang. Oh, my gosh, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. So is how much does it need to get darker? I don't know. But guys, can I just be honest again? Let me say it again. Few there be that find the straight gate. I don't know who that few is, but make sure you're a part of that few. Make sure you're going to the Lord and saying, hey, I'm going to be a part of this. Now, <clears throat> those that are in the church that are going to be wicked, they're going to be wicked. All we can do is tell them the truth, correct when necessary. And correction is actually the biggest, to me, evangelistic tool. And it's the biggest discipleship tool, correction. Because when you can do that effectively and people are corrected to the truth, it shows the world that we mean business. But the second thing, it also shows the church that, God isn't to be mocked. God's not to be played with. Yeah. And we need to be in that fold all the time that like, hey, this is serious stuff. This gospel stuff, this ministry stuff, this isn't a joke. I didn't sign up for this to be a part of a, a, a club. Like it, when I signed up, I don't want to be a normal Christian. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. All I know is there's a bunch of souls that need help and saving. That's right. There's a bunch of souls and people physically that need healing. There's a bunch of people out there that need discipleship, especially young people, Right. I, yeah, no, I mean, because when you're talking about, okay, what is the answer to Andrew's comment? How dark does it need to get? And I know I've said this before, and I think about this all the time. It is literally, what are you individually called to do? What are you, Massey? What, what is Carrie called to do? What is Trinity called to do? And then all those personal callings come together collectively to change a city, to change a church, to change a nation. If we can go back to Daniel. Come on. Okay, Daniel, right? At the end, we all talk about Daniel in the lion's den. The lions don't eat him. The king comes and says, surely Daniel's God is God. We're all going to worship him. Okay, so Daniel's stand set the tone. It changed the nation. Now the king is saying, we're going to worship Daniel's God. What set that in motion? Okay, one simple, tiny act of obedience of Daniel not eating the meat, right? Simply Daniel didn't eat the meat and he and God highlighted him because of that. It wasn't this big, huge calling. It was one simple, tiny little act of obedience that set the tone, set the stage for changing the nation. Come on. Okay. He didn't need a two million person following. He didn't need this, you know. And you're not saying those are bad things. Again, not saying it's bad. He what Lord, what do you want me to do? What is going to set the stage for setting people free in my sphere of influence? Is it not eating meat? You know what I mean? Like you have to ask yes, yourself, yes. like what, what is your calling? Cause that little, again, simple act of obedience set the stage for the King to say to the whole nation, we're going to worship Daniel's Dude, God. Come we're going to pray to Daniel's God. Go ahead. I think, I think one great place to, to start, not saying that we do this, but, something a lot of Christians do is we need to stop persecuting ourselves. Mm. We need to, we need, or did I say start? <laughs> we need stop. to stop. stop. No, you did say stop. Okay. Okay. I we need to stop, stop persecuting ourselves. We need to stop making fun of each other because we don't agree on, uh, we don't have uh, like aligning beliefs. Mm. Mike and I spoke about this. At the very core of Christianity, quote unquote, there should be the love of Christ. There should be the belief in the knowing that Christ died for you. You accept and you are now washed by his blood. You are now made yeah. sinless and are to live for him. You are to live for Christ in a loving manner. We need to stop hating <clears throat> 
we need to stop beating each other down because we don't have the correct belief systems and start loving each right. other with those loving actions, just, not to prove them wrong, but to prove the love of Christ. And yes. that will lead them by nature to Christ. Yes, because, okay, what's the verse? They will know by the love you have for one another. They will know that you love, the, the love that you have. They will know the... something about yes. Jesus. Dude. <laughs> Stop trying to get the believers to follow the signs when the signs are supposed to follow the believers. Right. Oh! Well, right. Oh! Yes. Okay. So that goes back to like, can we just stop dividing and devouring one another yeah. in the body? Because we all have common ground. Listen, I love the evangelical gifts, Pentecostal church, the same way I love the Baptist hardcore legalist legalism, because listen, we're all christ bought we're all together mm. do you know what i mean like i mm. can worship we talked about this before we can worship in a tiny little uh you know hymns based church hymns based church the same way i can like jump and dance and in pentecost Holy Spirit. it's about and i think if we Amen. Worship is the reason why you're going to a specific church. You got it wrong. It's the best worship you can get to the Lord. There is this. We're safe makers not of yourselves, as gift of God, not of works as any man should boast, because we're created in him to do his works, his good yeah. workmanship in Christ Jesus. So the work precede us. I don't go to the works. The works precede my outflow and my outpouring of my devotion and heart to God, right? I'm just going to read the story right now in, in Numbers. You know the mm -hmm. story. It's about Joshua and Caleb, okay? But I want you to just read the significance of this. So Moses commands them, the spies, to go check out this land. Yep. Into Negev and then go up into the hill. The word Negev means an old dry place. So they're going to buy the land in this old dry place. So they go through an old dry land first. Then they go into the land of Canaan. So at first they're like, oh, this probably sucks. There's nothing mm -hmm. here. Blah, blah, blah. Right now, the land of Negev is considered where. Jerusalem is in the, or like the, the Israel where the Israelites are. I just want you to hear this. This is so good because the world will tell you it's dry. It's over. It's empty. It's this. Yeah. Not to God's kids. Right. Not to God's kids. I'm 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 excited right now. Are we losing Internet? Sure looks like it. Eh? That's when it gets good. <laughs> I mean, that was good. Yeah, it's it's choppy, isn't it? All right, here we go. I'm just going to go back into it, guys. Just listen to the audio. I'm sorry about that. It always happens when me and Carrie are on the show. I don't know what it is, but it is. So <clears throat> they go through the land, and then the spies come back. When they return from spying out the land at the end of 40 days, verse 25, verse 26, they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation and of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh, and they brought back the word to them, and the congregation showed them the fruit of the land. They told them, we went into that land where you sent us. It certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. Nevertheless, the people who live there are strong, and they're huge, and the cities are fortified, and they're very large. And moreover, when we saw the descendants, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Anakins are really huge people. They're giants, right? Amalek is living there in the land of Negev and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites and the living hill of the country and the Canaanites are living by the sea and the side of the Jordan. In other words, the giants are going to take up this whole land right now yep. and we don't know what to do. They're even by the water. They're by the fruitful places. They're by the dry places. The giants are bad. Mm -hmm. Which they were. And they're saying, but here's the fruit, but we shouldn't do it because we're going to yep. lose, right? Isn't that the Christian? I love Jesus. Yep. I sing about him on Sundays. When it comes to the world, it's like, oh, we just can't. Lord, just take me now. Instead mm -hmm. of saying, no, Lord, wait to 
Come on. Wait to return because there's so many souls that need yeah. salvation. Please, Terry, Lord. Just wait, Lord. Just give me time. Give me time. I didn't know, Lord, until now. I didn't know. I didn't understand. But just give me time. Give me time. There's so many people that need the gospel, you know? Just give me a second. I think when you're talking about the spies, what they were saying was true. These giants are bad. <laughs> the Germans are bad. They were bad. Okay? You look at them in the natural, and everything those spies said was true. It's not... It's how you look at it. It's right. how the Spirit of God gives you eyes to see what he wants to do. It's just like any, whose report are you going to believe? That can go. I'm, not there. I'm going there. Okay, go ahead. I mean, that can go to, go ahead. So then <laughs> I'll stop. he's telling the elders, he's telling the church, he's telling the church leadership, the yep. elders, the people, let's not do it. We sent out the spies, right? But then it says here in verse 30, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said this, we should by all means go up. Yeah. And take possession of it. For we will surely overcome it. Yep. Right. That's just, that is My a child God. of God. That, That's in today. It. That is a child of God. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's dark. Yet, like sometimes, and I tell this to people all the time when they're when we're at events and they're like, it's so hopeless. I'm like, really? Because I look at it and say, yeah, let the evil keep shining because it's empowering the ch children of God. Like it's establishing the more they persecuted the children of Israel, the more they multiplied. So if you're looking at it with the spirit of God, that is what you're going to see. You're going to see the fight in a good way. You're going to believe. I mean, you could look at that with anything. Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the doctor's report, his his death report over your life? Are you going to believe the media's report over your family and over your life? Are you going to believe um, the... Uh, the government's, the politicians report over your finances, over your health. No, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord and I'm going to see it as a fight and what God's going to do. So then Caleb said, we shall surely overcome it. And this is what happens when you're going up against the people with a lack of faith that only are church, church Christians. They're Sunday type Christians. Yeah. They're not operating in faith. And I'm not even capping on you who are you are like that. The Holy Spirit wants more for you than that. That's right. God yeah. wants to baptize you and anoint you and call you into something there's so much more there's so you. much more we've had we've done a show about it yeah. you and i have done it but then he said this the men came against caleb and said this uh we are not able to go up against the people for they're too strong for us yeah the world is just too strong the church isn't doing its job the world is crazy right now see it's the end times so they gave out to the sons of israel a bad report of the land which they spied out saying the land uh, through which we have gone spying out is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom saw it they're men of great size are also nephilim sons of anak and all those other things and then uh, the congregation lifted up their voices and cried to the people wept all night and the sons of israel grumbled this is verse or chapter 14 moses and aaron went to the whole congregation and said to them, what that we would die in the land of egypt oh that we had died in the wilderness why is the lord bringing us into this land to fall like why why are we, like this is what happens when you spread fear is the this is why the Bible constantly speaks against fear. Because fear spreads like poison. It's like mm -hmm. a cancer. Matter yeah. of fact, the band yeah. of brothers, you remember that story? The guy was digging. Yeah. Can he you was, tell a story? Yeah, there was uh so if you ever seen the uh, HBO series called The Band of Brothers, it's amazing. If you haven't, go watch it. Um, but basically they were they got to D-Day and they uh parachuted into Normandy and Shortly thereafter, there was they, you know, followed one particular guy who just was overcome with fear. And, um, oh, this was in Bastogne, right? That yeah. you're talking about. So yeah. it was um, the Battle of the Bulge. So basically, like towards the end of the war, he was so overcome with fear and they were being bombed daily and they were in um, uh, foxholes and it was horrible, right? And it was super cold. And this guy was so overcome with fear that this is a true story that he's trying to dig a foxhole with his bare hands, ripped his fingernails off. They're bleeding. And basically, uh, I believe it was Major Winters that said we basically had to remove him because fear would spread throughout the entire uh, camp of men there. And it, <clears throat> it just, it's a morale issue. Exactly. Now, this is the coolest part of the story and i really want you guys to read numbers 13 and 14 
and see it for yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is what gives me faith, right? When it's like, people are saying it's impossible what you guys are doing in self-evident dude. It's so dark and politics is so dark and the world is dark and the Grammys this watch, watch this. So then the, the children of Israel said to one another, let's appoint a leader and go back to Egypt. Yep. You know what? We're screw it. We, we're we're going to die anyways. Let's just go to our church. Let's just sit in here. It's easier if we don't operate in the spirit because it costs us something. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. That's what's happening today, right? Then jo uh, Moses and Aaron fell on their faces mm -hmm. in the presence of God. The leaders got on their faces and prayed. Come on. They cried out for the people, right? To the sons of Israel. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephthah. Uh, he said, of those who spied, spied, spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to the congregation, they prophesied to the congregation and said this, because listen to this, the congregation is saying, let's go back to Egypt. They're, they're walking, they're, yeah. they want to go backwards, right? But listen to what they prophesy. It says they spoke, but watch this. They spoke to the congregation, the sons of Israel saying, the land which we pass through to spy out is exceedingly good land. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Yeah, They're bred for us. Listen to this. They will be our prey. The, uh, their protection has been removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. But all the congregation said, stone them with stones. When you proclaim the mighty deeds of God, and let's go move forward, you're 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 a sensationalist. Yeah, you know what? Silence that guy. They're they're weird and wicked. What they're doing, I see this all the time. Look, I would rather, I would rather do what I'm doing and have victory and say, Lord, we did, we mm -hmm. we did good, and we preached the gospel and things changed around us. Our city changed around us than to sit back in fear and say, Lord, I tried, but I just saw that it was too big for me. Because yep. I don't have a spirit of the world within me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Greater work shall you do than I did because I go unto the Father, Jesus said. The Bible says at the end of the book of John that not even all the books in the world uh, could contain the miracles that Jesus himself did. And if he commanded us that we would do greater things than he did, then we should be doing those things. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we are commanded to go take the land which the people are telling us is untakeable. We should be out there prophesying against the Grammys because our shows are better. Mm -hmm. Our music is more divine. We're inspired through art. We do good things. We do the things that God would want. We're, out, we're calling for the kingdom of heaven <clears throat> on earth as he taught his disciples to pray. We should be focused on those things instead of what they're doing and what they're doing wrong and what we aren't doing. We are doing. Mm -hmm. And the more, you know what's going to get people to do? The more you do. The more your church begins to do, the other churches will say, what are they doing? I want to do that. And if the pastors are humble enough, they're going to say, teach us. What does that mean? How do we do that? Because you leaders that are, aren't operating in this, God called you to that place. Yeah. He called you to lead there. Yeah. And he wants to provide your church with the spirit of God to dominate, to take the land. And people say this earth is temporal. Yeah, but this is like the, the practicing training grounds for us to be in heaven. <laughs> Most people say, I've heard this so many times, uh, I, I was caught up in the heavens. Yep, we're going to be worshiping the Lord there. And you who hate going to church because it's, the worship is too long. It's just too long. I just can't do it. You who do that, do you realize you're going to be bored in heaven? Because that's all we're going to be doing with Jesus. We have yeah. a job to do, folks. And I don't want to call it what the world's doing anymore. They're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They're called to that. That's who they are. They're of the children of darkness. Their father is the father of lies. That's where they're at. Now, how do we get them to the truth? By us going out proclaiming the gospels. Yeah. You know what? When Sam Smith does that and all these drag queen shows and all these other things. Yeah. We, let's go stand against it when it's in our city. And then as the light grows. Right. Right. It'll permeate. That's the thing. Like how, how, often, how much, how much time have you spent in prayer for Sam Smith? Like how much? Yeah. Right. How much? how much time have we spent in prayer for these uh, evil workers of darkness? Because I don't, I just, I'm just so frustrated because like you look at that story that you just read, all the goodness that was on the other side of the fight, but we're afraid of the fight. Like there was so much, I mean, like I, we want to go back to Egypt. Like, yeah, there's times where I want to, I don't like, there's times where I get sick of the fight too. Right. But like, we want to go back to Egypt. It's just, 
I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have so many thoughts because, like, okay, we're going to expose Sam Smith for all that he did. We're going to expose, expose these Grammys, right? How much time have we spent in prayer and fasting for these people? That God would send laborers, that God would send me to their face, that God would send somebody to minister and pray over them instead of saying, like, you're evil, you're bad, you're, like... That's not that's not what God commanded us to do. He commanded us to go into the world and preach the gospel and make disciples. See, and like, preach his love yeah. and, and love on them and care for them and love being truth. Love yeah. is truth. Like, don't let them off the hook, dude. We're not to create worldly people who are accepting Jesus. We're to create people who have received Christ, who receive the Holy Spirit and walk in the spirit. Yeah. That's the duty. Read Romans eight. Right. Right. That is our job to not walk in the flesh, but walk according to the spirit. That's yeah. that's the scriptures. We have that ability to do that. Now, nobody, not everybody's going to listen to you. But can I say it again? I say I say this in almost every event I do. Can someone show me in scripture where God uses a majority to mm -hmm. win his battles? Yeah, he don't. Why did he use Joshua and Caleb as the only two out of the spies that were sent? Mm -hmm. Only two of them said, no, we're going to take this thing. Yeah. And if God's pleased with us. We go and do it. Mm -hmm. And look what happened. God gave it to him because he was pleased. Right. That's where I think the faith of God needs to come into play. That's where I think I, I'm 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 just gonna say this, and, and it's not a it's not a harsh, I'm not mad at what people are doing necessarily. I'm frustrated at why do we keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Right. We're literally the a lot of us are walking in the insanity of right. let's just keep talking about how bad the world is and it's not getting better. Right. It's like they look, I think the frustrating part is how they view the fight and how they attack the fight and navigate the fight. When if you, again, if you were to get in your word and get in prayer, God tells you how to look at the fight. He tells you how to navigate the fight. He tells you, gives you tools on how to operate in this world and not just talk about, you know, how evil it is. So, and it, yeah, and Let's end with this. Andrew's right. God qualifies the unqualified. I will say this to you. When someone tells me, I just don't know if I can do that, but I really feel a pull to this. Mm -hmm. You're probably the one. Because mm -hmm. I don't know a, a person worth their weight and salt that said, you know, I just really feel like I can do this pastor thing really good. It's almost like I think the Lord wants us to do things where it's impossible to do. Like, I just really feel like I want to do this for people. That's cool. But maybe he's calling you to do something you can't do so that you can see the power of God move in you. And so there are things that we have to give up. And I'll be preaching on this on a Sunday sometime about the cost of ministry, but the glory of ministry. Like most people don't think about the cost that it takes to be a ministry. They think ministry is some starry eyed thing. We're yeah. just going to make this little podcast and we're going to do our thing. And, you know, people are going to listen to us. We're going to get views and we need to preach the truth and we need to preach it now. Mm -hmm. um, or. It's like, how many people can we get out of this hole through the truth? Yeah. How many people can be brought into the spirit of God through the truth? That's where we are. And right now, I will say that I was never qualified as a pastor. I, I didn't do any of that stuff. I just remember when Todd, when Pastor Todd asked me, do you want, you know, I, I want you to be the assistant pastor. I want you to think about it. Would, would you consider doing it? I was like, I've never pastored before, but I figured it out. I don't think I was supposed to learn that way. I think I was supposed to, supposed to learn by the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Because now I feel like a freedom that I'm doing it. Like there's no script or a book. I'm just doing what's the overflow yeah. of my heart to the, to the, to the employees, to yeah. the church, you know, all that stuff. And it feels right. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm constantly watching his back because the vision he has is ordained of God. Mm -hmm. It's to the word and the spirit coming together and people to have an encounter with God. You can't get around that. So my calling, my, my other calling is to go preach this stuff all mm -hmm. over the country with my wife, Carrie and our ministry, our people here. Why? It's impossible. I'm a chubby Mexican kid that nobody should be listening to. Losing weight, by the way. But nobody should be listening to us. We're just doing it because we feel like, look, who else is going to do it? You always say it. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you always say, like, we're giving them things we never get. Yeah, what no one ever told us. Yeah, Shalene just said, sounds like me with the youth. So Shalene is the one who brought us out to uh, Nevada to minister. And she's just became recently the youth pastor there. And it's not like she went to school. And often I get not down, but like, look, I wish I knew what I was doing better. I wish I like, you see all these other ministries and like, we have our stuff in, you know, we have our organized organization. We have organized, we're getting better, but like, I wish sometimes I knew how to do it better, but often it's like, 
that's where you rely on the anointing. That's where you rely on the spirit of God and his direction and, and, and mentors who have been before you. And um, instead of this like book and school and, and not that that's all bad, but it's just, you have to, there's a reliance on who God is and his leading that is beautiful when you don't know what you're doing. And that's where the power comes from. And so, yeah, Shaleen, I get you girl. Trin, did you have something to say girl? Yeah. T. Um, uh, from a point way back, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I get you. Um, like, I have no words together. Um, if you, if God gives you something to do, like with the, the spies and whatever, and they come back and they're like, there's too many giants. And if you were called to do something by God and you're like, oh, we can't do this. We're not big enough. You're saying, cause he does stuff through you. It's like he's <coughs> saying that he isn't big enough or he can't do it. Ooh. That's exactly right. And it's like yeah. insulting the father. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, it's too big. And he's like, I wouldn't have given you something too big for you to do. And it's not like I'm doing it through you. So you're saying it's too big for me. I'm like, look what I've done. That's good. It's too big for me. That's like, right. That's good. <laughs> he wouldn't give you something to bail on you. That's yeah. not the kind of God he is. That's why, that. that's great, why, great yeah. call. Go ahead. That's why David said, I'll turn my feet unto my testimonies. Like when oh, stuff, I comforted when, myself. Yeah, yeah, I comforted myself. It's because like when the fight's before you, you turn you and remind yourself of what God's already done <laughs> because it's God. Like she's, I mean, Ooh. like she just said, it's Amen. not you, but yeah, let's go. Hey, check out the website. Yeah. Go to the website, sign up for our monthly support. Yeah. All that. We uh, are working on, raising our monthly support to cover our entire budget so we can go out and minister freely. And it's as simple as that. It and really is. Torchbearer. Yeah. Become a torchbearer. Yeah, that's, that's right. What it is a torchbearer. Torchbearers <clears throat> is our monthly support program. Um, you can find that on our website, the self evident truth.com. If you want more information, you can contact us directly through our website. If you have questions um, or if you can't enter the, you know, million dollars or whatever. So, yeah, I was a spelling bee champion. So if y'all need help spelling million, I got you. Right. I got you. Write that check, you know, but it, we need oh. it because we're going out there and doing this stuff. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, we'll, we'll admit it. We go out there breaking even with all of our travel costs. Sometimes we lose money uh, doing it. And that's OK. Like we're not we, we, it was never designed to make money for us. Mm -hmm. We're being stewards. We're being responsible. Our budgets are very small, you know, but we're also not. <clears throat> turning down events because they don't have money. Yeah. Our thing is, look, God brought us here. It's going right. to sow seed here. Right. And I felt like when we went to, to Nevada, it only solidified our ministry even more. Yeah. Like people aren't coming here to these places to minister. They're going to the big cities. They need a $10,000 yeah. honorarium. Right. Fine. Do you. But Samuel Adams and those guys rode town to town to town to town, mm -hmm. igniting the fires of liberty in the right. gospels. Right. That's our job. Amen. So when we were in Nevada and it's like you, you seemingly would look at this quote unquote ministry trip trip and <clears throat> I never say it's a failure, but you would look at it and say, well, that's not profitable for our ministry. We hear that all the time. Yeah. Why are you Why, guys doing these? Literally not all the time. Why are you all going the there? I, I can't even count how many times I look. Why are you doing this for no funds? And they did pay us. I don't want to say that, but, um, right. I mean, we will just say it. We lost money. Why are you doing that? Why aren't you getting, you should be getting $5,000 a speaking event. You should be getting 10,000. Yeah, we should. I know. But you know what? That's exactly when we were there. We're like, these are our people. This, this is, is what people. we're called to. I don't care if there's like, we said this when we started self out. I don't care if there's five or 5,000. We're going to go where God's opened the doors. And literally, we will go where you open the doors, Lord. And it's like, of course, we want to be, again, wise with our finances. But it's literally doing what God's called you to Come do. On. No matter what the cost. <laughs> the cost. Yeah, you count it. <laughs> yeah, literally. You count it. Hey, I may so. lose a little on this. So what? Victoria just said it's profitable to Jesus. And that's exactly what we felt. I just want to say, just being out there, it just ignited, and, and we're giving we're giving praise to the Lord first. But like Shalene and her, her her wonderful family, her husband, opened their doors to us, yeah. their home. But I just want to say, like, just being out there, right? When a dude who's got chronic back and knee issues gets healed, right? We were there for. Is that. it worth? Is it worth it? That was it. Yeah. Was it? Wasn't it for that dude or the yeah. lady who got prayed for? For for she wants a child, right? right. And they can't. You know, she says she can't. 
Right. Yeah, or, like, or the young guy. I mean, we posted this on our social media. The young guy that comes up, he's literally crying. Like, how do I wit witness my he friends? He kept telling me, you're so inspiring. How or, do I do this with my right, friends? Or the other young kid that you ministered to that was um, being bullied at school. Like, Dude, and not just horribly, like It's like sexual harassment yeah, crap bullying. Yeah, it was horrible. And you're, you're ministering to him. Or you're sitting and you know, you're preaching. And Nathan and I, I'm like, we need to count how many times He's talking about like the biblical foundation of America, our rights, the government, what God did through men who believed at the founding of our nation. Right. And I I told Nathan, I'm like, next time Matt, dad preaches, we need to count how many times people say, wow, or oh, my gosh, I didn't know that throughout the service. And it was like 15 or 20 times because people just don't know. They don't know Dude. what God did in America through men who believed on him. But it's Pastor Kevin and, and, and Tanya, Pastor Tanya that inspire us. They inspired us. Like to me, right. They're, exactly. the, they're the boots on the ground. Exactly. They're the ones, they give a crap. Right. That's all it is. They give a crap. We give a crap for these right. kids, right. for these people. If it's for one and it's such a cliche thing, but it is, we're concerned about like, you know, if we go overseas, if it's just for one child, we'll give to that. Here we are in America trying to change this whole thing. Right. Because it needs one, to be, right. Literally. If it's for one and people are like, you're just not being profitable. You need to do this for that. It's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. This only proves who we are. And yep. God's always provided for us. That's right. Yeah. And I'll be honest with y'all. This is where I, I confess my flaws. Last year, I lost sight of it a little bit. By the yeah. end of the year, I was like lost. Same. Lord, what am I doing? What I, I, am I even called to ministry anymore? How about I just quit it? I was at that point last year. And then a renewed fire came in me mm -hmm. because my friends were faithful enough to correct me and say, stop it. Yeah. Stop. I'll never forget you guys, man. Never, including my own pastor who was there for me and who, who, right. who walked me through it. So we need people in the fight to tell us, keep going, dude. Right. What, did God tell you to stop? No, it's your emotion. Then right. keep going. Well, and then, keep going. Yeah. I mean, like I same <clears throat> total confession. I get to, when you're in the thick of it and day to day and you have to pay payroll and pay for your website, and pay for your product. It's so easy to just get caught up in it's a business and i just look at it often it's a business it's all business and then it's like lord bring me back to my first love when we first started it was, bring me back to my first love like we will go anywhere you called us to go <laughs> it was i don't know just this whole time in nevada it just renewed like why we do what we do. Why you called us lord because it's about glorifying you and ministering to whoever you bring us to so there <laughs> i'm gonna go get a tissue <laughs> <laughs> but it's real yeah, it's real but this this is uh this is what we're called to we're not going to be uh, you know and i'm not prophesying this i'm just saying we we ain't we're not looking for the views man yeah. you know we're just looking to be used Amen. and 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 god's using us you know what i mean i don't know if you want to end it or what you got <laughs> in your hand here. it's like i gotta say something i don't know i think that that pretty much wraps it up what yep. you were saying before reminded me of Paul to the Romans saying, I can't wait to come over because I've heard of your faith Yeah, to impart gifts, Amen. not only for your benefit, but for mine, for encouragement and hearing about how they encourage you and we encourage them. It's yeah. Amen. We also go for the mountains. Lake Tahoe is beautiful. <laughs> okay, Loki. We had a we had a six hour window to do something. She goes, "Hey, I live an hour no. from Tahoe. Let's Loki, go." Like Shaleen's like, "We want you to come back and minister," and I'm like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> like, Jesus will minister to people, but those mountains are so beautiful." <laughs> Okay. Anyways, we love you guys so much. <laughs> Subscribe, be a subscriber, get on our monthly support program if you can. Donate to us if you want to do a one time. That helps us. If you have a business, let us know. We'd love to contact you and sit Amen. with you and talk with you about, hey, how can, how can your business help us impact? We can advertise you on our, on our, we're actually doing that this year, doing advertisements for, for, yeah. for businesses now on the podcast. So yeah. we love you guys so much. Help us grow these, these podcasts. Help us grow our ministry to reach more people. Amen. To go to those places people won't go to. So we love you guys so much. God bless you. We'll see you Monday. Me and Mikey. Monday.